Paranormal Fridays. Join Angel and Mike. Let us twist your ear for a moment and share some quality time together talking about the passionate topics within the paranormal spectrum. A loose, fun approach to learn and relate to all our childlike wonderments of the beautiful mysteries of the paranormal. And now, I welcome you all to this Paranormal Friday. Hello again, everybody. This is Mike Walker. And Angel here. Welcome to Paranormal Friday. Woo! Woohoo! We need a bell or something, bro. Like we good. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, Paranormal Friday. I'm so excited. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. 2023. Wow. Did you think that we'd be here so fast? You know what? Time's just going by quicker and quicker. We need to talk about that one day, the time, because because it is fast. I feel like I need to practice my Christmas caroling because it'll be Christmas again before we know it. Because time <laughs> went by so fast. Yep. But tell tell everybody what our subject is tonight, because the tonight's subject was your was your um, was your idea, and I love it. Uh, lightworkers. I love um, that. Yeah, a lot of us, I'm sure, have already uh, have heard of light workers, and uh, just the word itself uh, sounds positive, right? It does. It sounds like um, somebody, you know, skipping through the room and and sprinkling, <laughs> you know, marshmallows into your cocoa. That's how somebody explained it to me one time, and I couldn't. I wanted to get mad at them because I thought they were making fun of my beliefs, but it's so charming a thought. Some you know somebody kind of tra la la and they sprinkle marshmallows into your cocoa. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a positive. Uh, actually, this it wasn't coined too long ago. Um, what was it? The early '80s. It was actually coined by author and teacher uh, Michael Murdad, and then um, later in '97, Doreen Virtue released the book the light workers way so this word hasn't been tossed around for for too long um in the experiencer world and in the mediumship world we hear this term a lot and i, I think it's thrown around a lot it's a really it's a really pretty word it's a real positive thing and i'm sure every day you know most people are good and most people are doing a lot they're doing light work with with not without even realizing it, you know, just just trying to be a good person. Um, anytime you help somebody, anytime you you operate from your heart, I believe you're contributing to to the word light worker. You know what I mean? Well, I love that. And, you know, you you, you touch my heart because I, I came out um, in that um, I called it the renaissance of of kind of the, the new agey um community uh, which was the going from the 80s into the 90s i remember those names and i remember doreen virtue was somebody i followed for a long time and now she's she's not one of us anymore she's you know a born again christian but she was at the forefront of this whole light work conversation when we were going into the 90s in the 80s we had um what's her name elizabeth claire prophet and um Oh God, I'm trying to remember. I have to look it up while I while, while you're talking next time. But all these people, they created this this um, mindset of when you're a light worker, it's like you were tapped. It's like when somebody becomes a nun, they they get they are called. When a priest becomes a priest, they're called um, to service, and that when you're a light worker, you're tapped into service. 
And um, you said it really nicely where you're, you're kind of here to do good. And what does that good mean? Well, from, from this metaphysical perspective, it's about the healing or the teaching or the seeing, right? Right. And, and it, it expanded as we went past beyond the 90s where all kinds of interesting um, motifs started coming into play. Mm -hmm. And then we started like, are you a light worker or are you something else? And then a lot of finger pointing around I don't believe you're a night worker because you say this and you say that. See, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to talk about that. Let's talk Be about it. Yeah. Because, you know, if, if, if being a light worker is something you want to do, I respect that. And I say, go for it. That's, that's, that's more, more positivity in this world to help raise the, 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 the human consciousness that help raise the, the vibration. Um, and like I said, it's a real easy thing to say, Hey, I'm a light worker, you know, but, Man, you know, and I say this a lot and I and I do this a lot is I I do talk a pretty good talk for most of the part, but it's a challenge when it comes to walking the walk. And um you know, I there's there's lots of things that that we are all working on. You know, there's nobody that's, you know, an ultimate light worker, but but there is advanced light workers which are people that do understand that they're operating from their gut, their intuition. Um, these people, they, they feel the energy when they walk into a room. You know, they 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 know that something's not not right, or they or they like or they like the energy of the room, and, and it's you feel other people's pain. Uh, you know, you want to go out and help animals, people, but basically. You, it's it's raising the vibration it's it's raising the frequency we're talking about vib vibration we're talking about frequencies things that we're kind of programmed to believe that it's somewhat pseudoscience um but as an experiencer and as a seer like you uh, uh, a psychic medium we know these things are real and so our job is to 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 teach people and to to get them to to talk about it and to understand that you know you and I wouldn't be going around talking about these things unless we completely were 100% committed in 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 the belief of it and seeing is believing uh, there's more than just seeing is believing it's 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 a real intuitive thing it, you know we're trusting our gut uh, we follow we follow our gut and it's got us this far and I think that's pretty good you know we're we're yeah. at right now you and I talking about you know all of our our favorite things that we like to talk about so yeah it, I I just feel like when you're a light worker you know you're you're not only on track with yourself but you are helping a tremendous amount of people that you may not even realize especially with what we're doing right now just you know. I can't see everybody that's listening to us. There's plenty of quiet people out there that, you know, don't want to be heard or or known that they're listening, but they they take heed in 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 what we say and you know they they take it and they and they roll with it and and part of me is pr is proud of that. I mean, a huge part of me is proud of that. That's beautiful and uh, and I love that. You know, I I love, you know, the the place you're coming from you know as a as a light worker you know my feeling about the light worker um is what i was taught and and that is that 
you are the keeper of the light. There was a rock and roll song like that when I was in high school. That keeper was like really crazy, wild and fabulous and fun, but you're the keeper of the light. You're the light, the, the what is that? The, um, the lighthouse on the shore. The making beacon. sure, mm-hmm. making sure the beacon, the beacon, making sure that those who are seeking the light can see it and find it and 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 be connected to it in some way. And how they're connected to it is whatever you bring to the table, whether you're healing or whether you are an artist, because of God, artists yeah. are a great example of a light mm-hmm. worker without even saying they are, because yeah, yes. we have these really fun, fabulous, funky, new agey artists that do all this really cool eclectic things like you're, you that's some of the stuff that you do but then just the artists the 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 band members this the regular artists that are out there being um affected and affecting the world with their gift they too are light workers yes because they touch how many of us have been touched just right emotion we are so emotional yeah. and music whoo that's music the catalyst is, music right is the catalyst so you know i agree with you i think that there's this um upper echelon kind of elitism around the definition of light worker amongst the pseudoscience light workers. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it, it's it's in the world that we live in today that workers of the light are people who have been tapped for whatever reason. For, for example, the young man that was injured in the, injured in the football game the other day, um, praying mm-hmm. for him and hoping he comes out yes. well, but look at this, the shift in the communities that that did and he survived it what is he what is his purpose uh, you know what i mean right he had a he had a um a charity he raised 2500 bucks for and he was happy to have it and then it got to 10 grand he was happy to have it that happened it's over 5 million dollars now wow you know and we don't know when this is all said and done and he gets up and walks out of that hospital what god has in store for him the impact that he's going to make on society. So for me, a light worker isn't some necessarily just the person you go into the interesting new age bookstore and they're in the back chanting with bells and they're like, whatever. A light worker for me is a person that has that impact, that positive inspirational impact. And it doesn't mean that you walk with God and that you walk with the angels because I know a lot of Wiccans that I would consider light workers. Right. Right. So that's me. That's how I I look at it. I'm very Christian in my space, but I'm not judgmental. You follow what you follow. It's not for me to judge that. That's my motto. Right. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a powerful subject. It is. You know, you, you, you talk about, you know, I I think it's when you don't talk about it, you know, you know, I, I don't, I don't look at the person in the corner. Hey, I'm a light worker. You know, I think it's, it's a humbling, uh, you know, you, you just do what you do. You just do what you do every day, day in, day out. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, I haven't figured out in, in my passionate world of the paranormal, of course. And, and it's just, you know, you say you're a light worker and then you set yourself up for, you know, you're going to make a mistake. We're human. And someone's going to, you know, call you out like, you're not a true light worker, you know? So now the the new coined phrase is true light worker. 
you know, here, here we are is, you know, this, this word light worker, like I said, hasn't even been around that long and we're already adding, you know, a true light worker. So, so what is that saying? That's saying that there's a lot of fake light, light workers out there. Well, maybe a lot of people just want to be a light worker and they want their cake and eat it too. They want to be able to, 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 to say that they're a light worker and continue uh, doing dark worker things. I, I, I don't know. Oh, hold on <laughs> a second. So hold on a second. Let's back up for a second. Okay. Because I want to, I want to talk about um, dark work because I don't, I've never actually heard the true light worker. I'm going to have to look that one up because I, I don't understand. It, it kind of goes back to that elitist comment that I made earlier. It's like a light worker is a light worker and who determines who's the dark energy. I mean, I, I just watched a biography uh, of the Marquis de Sade and, um, you know, because I'm really interested in history. And if back in the day, the Marquis de Sade was so nefarious that he was arrested, he was put away in a mental institute, he was, they, they, they just didn't want him to participate in, the, in society because what he represented was just not normal and it was dark. Today, nobody would care about the Marquis de Sade because we are so today. Right, yeah. It's about people's belief systems. It's none of my business what you do, as long as you're not breaking, doing any kind of criminal act, you're not killing people or doing anything like that. And it's between you, your family, and your God, right? If you're doing something wrong, you will be judged by whatever, um, by the things that I said. So what is considered shadow or dark energy? I prefer the word shadow. Um, well, shadow work sounds more positive. I, I always thought that that was, you know, I, oh, well, this is why, no. let me, let me explain to you why I call it, why I call it shadow. Cause it's not even always work that people do. It's stuff that can happen and stuff that can affect you Okay. because we stand in the light and when somebody blocks the light, what do they block it with? A shadow. Okay. So that's why I call it shadow work. Dark is just darkness. Oh, wow. When the lights turn out, you know, we, we have been bred to be afraid of the dark because the history of our of our species before electricity darkness was dangerous but it's not dangerous to be in the dark it is just dark the color black is not evil it's just a color and i don't mean to sound militant because that's not who i am but it's just an example um so a shadow is something that's hiding something where it not all is revealed Okay. If that makes sense. So that's why I call it shadow. But there are people who um, my family's from New Orleans. There's a lot of people down there that practice, you know, black magic. And as we learn about it, it's not black magic. It's this other type of, of religion where they believe in spells and all kinds of and all kinds of stuff that that I don't believe in. But that's what they believe in. Are they running around doing darkness to the world? Or are they just living in their world, doing the same things the rest of us do, go to church, right. say a prayer, light a candle, and they're just doing it in their own language, right? Right. It's just a question. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 not to set any of that in, in, in stone. <laughs> God, right, but that's... you can set in stone. <laughs> uh, no, it's there's a lot of misconceptions. Like is. you said earlier, there's a lot of misconceptions. Like you said earlier with the whole Wiccan thing, you know, you and I know that that that's just a there's so much positivity to it, but it's just been sp spun into this, you know, <laughs> which thing, is yes, right? 
I have one of my dearest friends. She is my dearest, dearest friend. I love her. I've known her for years. She lives out in Texas now. She's live out here. Um, and she um, practices earth-based, I will call it arts, because I'm not clear if she calls herself Wiccan. And um, I would trust this person with my life. I would trust her with my, my daughter. I have no fear of her. We have had our ups and our downs. We are best friends, which means sometimes you don't agree on stuff and sometimes you make each other mad and you yeah. have a conversation about it. I, it would never occur to me that she would go home, get mad at me and like do a voodoo spell on me or something like right. that. And that to me, if I was going to um, buy the language and say darkness, that's darkness. I'm mad at you, Mike. So I'm gonna put right. Uh, yeah, I'm putting some work in. Yeah, that's darkness. Yeah, you that's the only darkness that I can really think. Yeah, everything else is just that's that's what it is. You know, you you hear you know crystal babies, indigos, yes, earth angels, girl, you can do it, and, and uh, star seeds. So, you know, they throw those words in there too, along with light work and. Um, you know, I mean, starseeds, they, I mean, I hear them talking about, you know, like they, they found out some information, you know, like they were visited by, they were visited by a certain uh, type of being. And let's just use, uh, you know, Pleiadians, for example, you know, and some believe that they, they are starseeds from, you know, Pleiades or uh, somewhere else, Ceres. Um, and that they're just experiencing this form that we're going through, uh, human form right now, um, earth angels. I mean, it, it sounds, they all sound pretty similar. But that's a new, a lot of that is a new thing. The, 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 what started all of that were the indigo children. Yes. The indigo children started that. Um, my daughter's an indigo. Um, and I remember that Doreen Virtue had a lot to do with pressing that, oh. that out there. And, um, it's, it's, it's interesting you bring that up because it's, it's almost like it's a different level in the conversation of light worker. There's people who are called and there are people who are birthed, destined, right? Right. Like Jesus, they're, they're born into it. Like the Dalai Lama. And they're destined to it. And so some of these people are chosen. They are the chosen ones. But the star seeds, like you were saying, they they have some message from wherever they have it from. Yeah. And, um, I didn't realize that people were considering them now part of the, the light worker cast. That's interesting. We well, need them. We need them bad. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. You know, what's funny is, you know, we do a lot of our shows and, and, and sometimes, you know, the topic, uh, I'll, I'll go, okay, you know, I think I'm pretty, uh, you know, hip to this topic and, but let me, let me research, do a little research anyway. And, and Lightworker was one of them. You know, I was like, hey man, you know, I, I think I'm pretty filled in on the whole Lightworker thing. And, let me let me just check out uh, the internet anyway, and I'm like, wow, okay, okay, and you know, we're here we are talking about Doreen, Doreen Virtue. Now I I want to dive dwell deeper into her. Uh, sounds like she was doing stuff uh, before '97, like you were. Doreen just, Virtue, yeah, is the queen of the oracle reader cards. 
before oh. she came out, for the most part, there were other people here dabbling, but before she started her work, you when you were going to read cards, your choices were tarot cards, okay? And for some of us, especially because when I got started, I was really young, so I was very um, um, kind of affected by doing my research because I'm kind of nerdy. I'm not just going to pick up a deck and start reading. I, I did my research. And Aleister Crowley was a devil worshiper. And I didn't know that when I started when I started playing with them. And so I'm like, I don't know that I feel comfortable. I, I don't feel an integrity being a Christian reading Aleister Crowley tarot cards. So I, so I had a mental challenge. So I have no judgment for those out there that do. I'm just sharing my story about how I came up. And then... Um, people started coming up with different types of tarot cards. They were still tarot cards, but they were, um, I have a deck. I love it. It's the Lord of the Rings tarot cards. I don't use them as cards because I just, it's part of my collection because they're just really cool because <laughs> it's all Lord of the Rings. Uh -huh. so it's kind of like all the Monopoly boards. Remember when we yeah. had all these Monopoly boards? But then yeah. one day people started creating non-tarot oracle cards. And what Doreen Virtue created were angel reader cards. But what she did for me, um, as I look back on it, you call, your, you call yourself a light worker. So you're a light worker and your job as a light worker is to X, Y, Z. She did for Oracle card readers what Michael Jordan did for athletes in business. She, she created a model that other people could follow and it became about the business, which is an interesting conversation in and of itself because she did angel cards and mermaid cards and fairy cards. So for a lot of people, it kind of lost some of its- um, Esoteric- Yeah, yeah. Edge. But, but she inspired many people, myself included, into exploring who they were and reading cards that represented what they did rather than, you know, I'm a medium, I'm a this, I'm a healer. Let me get out my tarot deck because you want to see cards. Now we can get decks. If you go on Amazon and you and you search for Oracle decks, there are so many now. Yeah. If you like animals, That's if you right. like plants, trees, nature, yeah, you name it. Um, I The first time someone gave me a reading, on, on Facebook. It was just like, hey, I'm giving readings and stuff. I was hooked. And I, and, and I didn't know much about tarot at all. Mm -hmm. But I had this inner urge. I was like, I want to make my own deck. You know, I want my own version of every one of these cards and, and what it would what it means to me. And I thought to myself, well, that would take a lot of nerve for you to just jump into making your own tarot deck when you haven't researched the actual history and so i i dove into the history and and, and realized that you know back in europe it, it was a game you know it started off as a game a card game uh you know the game of cards that we play now you know originally you know was tarot and um yeah i i just started creating my own deck as you know and um and when i shared it with you it, it was a mixed pot <laughs> But it was cool. So that so what I what I love about people creating decks is for a while, um, you know, I'm a Trekkie, right? And so there's this whole process of fan fiction, right? And if you want to watch 
if you want to write a Star Trek story, you have to go through the committee and they have to make vet it and make sure it, you know, and that's what it was like at first. People were making decks and you had to basically do, you know, go through and make it like this, but that's gone. You can literally make a deck about your cat. Right. It's not about that anymore. And it should never have been about that if you think about it, because the talented people who are countless, there are so many of them out there. So don't get me wrong. They're not really using the cards. You know what I mean? The cards are just a thing. They're getting their information from where they're they're sourcing their information. And you when you get a reading, um, like I have people when I do read cards, they'll question me I'm like, well, it says that, blah, 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 because they're looking at the card and they're trying to figure out my spread. And I'm like, do you want a reading or do you want to teach me how to read cards? <laughs> because at the end of the day, it's a communication tool. Tool, thank you. It's a communication yes. tool that they use and the better they get at it, the more the spreads start mm. looking different. And next thing you know, a lot of people are creating their own decks for that reason so that their their readings and their their imagery reflects who they are right and even the tarot cards um some of the cards the in the classic decks are angry looking right yeah the hanged man <laughs> you know the hanged man you know that was something they used to you know, do to people and, and, and I would, they would hang him by one leg. And he's like, he's upside down. Yeah. He's not and just hanged, he's upside down, right? Yeah, you know, anything around the word hanged, uh, I just, uh, you know, besides a hung jury, uh, I, I decided to make a little uh, pinata with some kids with sticks and, you know, outside hitting the pinata. That, that was my hanged man. That's, that's what I decided to go with when it, when it came to that card, you know what I mean? So talk to me about that. So what does the hangman mean? What the oh, hangman means? I would have to look it up. I, I literally it? had to look up every meaning for each one as I made it, of course, but I didn't retain, um, all the information on that card, you know, hardly any information actually. That's okay. So it's a card that suggests surrender, sacrifice, or or, or being stopped in into to stop and and look at what's going on around you. It's that that's what I'm seeing here. Um, maybe missing an opportunity, depending upon if it's upside down. Um, breaking your old patterns comes up. So the reason I say that, the reason I wanted to stop and ask you that is because I think it's interesting breaking your own pattern, breaking your old patterns, and then you selected a pinata and kids are breaking it. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Um, there, you know, another one, what did I do? I used a mirror looking into a mirror. Um, what was the, just, was that, no, not justice. Uh... Oh no! What? I'm trying to think of the card, okay. and here I am bringing it up. <laughs> it, I put two. I put a mirror. A person looking into a mirror, into a mirror, because we are our judgment. We are. We are yes. our biggest. Because we're our biggest judge. We judge ourselves harsher than anybody else judges. Yes. Us. yes. We do. We do. But can't you see? So, so as you, that's really good. As you did that. Can't you see that you are um, 
presenting a message that you're getting information and you're presenting a message which would by definition would make you a light worker and it's how many times did i say this to myself as i was flirting with with these with these these tarot cards was man when they say life it's in the cards it's in the cards they mean it it is it is it's in those cards although it is just a tool like you said but I find everything in there. <laughs> but um, so here's the here's the 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 glitch for me. I've been doing this for a long time. You know, I have my yes. I, it's like a you know I have my Clark Kent character that goes to work, and then I have my my cool metaphysical person that goes out. And I find that um, I have found over time that there's a difference between being a um a worker of the light and being someone that is satisfying someone's addiction because people get addicted to psychics and healers and card readers where it's no longer about helping them it's about i need to talk to somebody and i changed my process from just being a reader to being a coach because for me i want to help people come out I don't want people to call me every time they lose their keys. That's my joke. I like to say it's like, because I'll have people call me. I can't remember where I put my keys and they call me and they're desperate. And I'm like, really? That's why we're talking. I don't know where your keys are either. Because my spirit guys don't tell me where people's keys are. (laughs) That's not the kind of people I work with. (laughs) And so as a light worker, I'm posing a question to you. Is it appropriate? Are we supposed to have that filter? If we're of the light, is is getting paid wrong or are are we supposed to manage how we get paid do you understand what i mean you know there's you know you know how i feel because but not everyone else does i i used to be turned off the as soon as as soon as i realized i had to pay for something you know when it came to mediumship and and things like that like that it was like it was like it was like a red flag right you know um and you taught me, you're like, look, there's, there's work to, you know, you, you're giving people, you know, your, your, your work, your talent, there, there's, there's costs that are involved. You can't just, you know, sell yourself short. And um, so, so yeah, but there's a lot of people out there, they're just waiting for you to make a dime so they can go see, ah, he's part of the system. Part, he's of, the part system. of the problem. That's the, that's the hard part. We don't, um, military i mean not military religious leaders have suffered from that game for a long time whereas like as soon as a pastor starts you know living in a nice house and driving a nice car oh i thought this was about god's work but the thing is there's there's the reality that people got to eat they got to pay their bills and it'd be nice to wear something nice and to send your kids to a good school and all of us who are in this on this path would love to be able to do it full time right? Oh boy. To be able to do it full time. Like I have a job and I have a job. I get paid well to replace that income. I have to find a, I would have to find a way to to do that. Right. Right. Um, and so if we go any place else, anybody else you talk to, you don't have any problem pulling out your credit card when they say this is how much it's going to do. You go to the vet, you pay the vet, you go to the doctor, you pay the doctor, go to the barber, you pay the barber, you go to the therapist. If you, if you need to talk to a therapist, you pay the therapist. Right. Right. 
go to the spa, get your massage, get your nails done. We don't have any problem, but as soon as we engage with someone that is this light worker, we want to start negotiating or we have judgment. And if they're, uh, if they're credible, they have an education behind them because they had to take a class, they had to go to workshops. It's expensive yes. to maintain your art. And now you got to be virtual. So if you're not a tech wizard, you got to figure out how to use stuff. This is a whole new world. So that's, that's a struggle that, that I have had myself and that I, that I run into when I'm mentoring other practitioners is like, well, what do I do when I have to charge people? I'm like, tell them how much you charge. And then they're going to pay it or they're not going to pay it. Because I promise you all the stuff people are watching that they're all excited about on TV, they pay those guys a lot of money. There's a lot of people that just expect you to do it for free because of the, you know, because of what it is, because it's not, you know, going to the store and buying this or that, you know, it's, but it is, and it is, and and I feel passionate about that. I don't feel passionate about it, um, because I I come from there. You know, it, it's it's more about, you know, I'm very comfortable, and I do other things. So it's it's not about that personal. It's about the community. We want our light workers to be there. We need the light workers to be there, yeah. and we need them to do what they love to do, so that they can get better. And more powerful at it, right? So the, that's code for they need to be able to do it full time if that's what they want to do. And if they do it full time, they gotta do all that stuff I said before. They gotta eat, go to school. They gotta do all of that stuff. Yeah. And they deserve the um, they deserve to be prosperous and joyful in their life the way you deserve to be prosperous and joyful. But there is a a fine line. Like I know practitioners who charge fifty five bucks for an hour. I know practitioners who charge 1500 bucks for an hour. So like, so what, what is the gentle medium? What is the right thing to do? And I think that um, the answer is, is, is with the beholder. Yeah. Because if, um, I don't know, if Hugh Jackman had a psychic and he can pay her 1500 bucks an hour, then I say, God bless him. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's not for me to judge. It's not. I sometimes I wonder if, you know, because that the practice, you know, practice the practice. I mean, that's what I used to call it when I was asking people if they would want me to, to do their readings, you know, help me practice the practice. You know, I figured I got to start somewhere. So that's that's where I think a lot of uh, people expect it to be free or or or. Um, you know, or, free, or like you, you know, I have a friend that's a, that's a medium or, or if I have a friend that's a chiropractor, you know, you feel funny going over to the chiropractor as a friend and, 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 Hey, can you, you know, hook me up, you know, you know, but you just... would never do that. Right. You never do that. Nobody <laughs> would walk into their friend. That's a dentist and say, Hey man, can you take care of this molar real quick? You would never do that. And so, but what you're saying is absolutely right. Mike, I have so many people that say, hey, man, can I ask you a question real quick? Um, people who never call me until they need something. Hey, Angel, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. So, um, so this is what happened. And they'll start telling me their story. And then I'm like, um, I, I, uh, what, what's happening right now? I just need to know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, it sounds a lot like. Uh... <laughs> and, and, and you are going to have people that you're that that you have that relationship with 
you know, I have a chiropractor. I have had I've had this chiropractor oh, probably right. for like 20 years. We've been going to this chiropractor. He charges us like nothing to 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 work on us. And when we have an issue, we call him up and he calls me up and asks me stuff. But our friendship, we have a friendship and it's it's a little different. But you know, you're touching on a subject that's a real subject that that you know is is the the thing that gets in the way in this yeah. conversation of a light worker because I had somebody literally told me, God gave you this gift to oh. help the community. Why do you charge? <laughs> and the thing is, you know, I'm not the most expensive practitioner in the world. I'm very affordable, but I got to pay bills and eat. And I got to, you know, you've seen my equipment. I've got crystal bowls. I got a lot of cool stuff to help you. And that stuff costs money. I'm oh, yeah. looking at some stuff right now, drooling like, ooh, I need that. So I got to divert some of my funds so I can buy these crystals while my husband rolls his eyes and gets mad because he's like, you're going to spend that much money on crystals. But I need the, the tools to do the stuff that I want to do. And it's a powerful stuff. So as a light worker, it's hard. It's hard for me to ask for money. And I can feel the energy when the people look and say, oh, yeah wow that's interesting anyway thanks for the <laughs> thanks yeah. for the conversation it's tough it, it's it's a tough one man it's a tough one and and you know you said something interesting you said you know the the craft and people don't want to learn the craft there are people out there that want to learn the craft okay that's cool but most people that come for a, a sitting they they're 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 here for either informational relief you know, in a month, so relief, they're mourning, they're in grief, they're in pain, they're frustrated. So they need that relief or information. I'm going for this new job, blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever it is that they need, they're in need, okay? There are other people for them to see for stuff like that. Therapists, priests, you know, life right. coaches, there's people for them to see, but they're choosing to go to a light worker because that's the modality that they're that they're attracted to. They love it and all that stuff. So I believe, and I could be wrong, I believe the people who really love the service aren't really mad that people charge. It's just sometimes it does get in the way in the budget. Yeah. And we have a hard time buying stuff for ourselves, don't we? Yeah. To suit to, to heal, I'll say, because we don't have a problem buying some Jordans for ourselves if that's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah well i'm not much of a shoe person i'm not what are you then you're not a shoe person you're a something person my wife laughs at the shoes that i buy every shoe i buy i've got a story that that's going to come along in a month or two about why i shouldn't have bought it and she's just <laughs> over there laughing she's like you do not know how to shop you know i go to get work work shoes and i'm like okay i'm gonna get work boots so i'm gonna get a steel toe to protect my my toe and 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 when I, I I'd wear these boots to work one day, I walk like five miles. The club I'm in is huge. I'm like, I don't need steel toe <laughs> be dragged around these steel toe boots for five miles every day, you know. Sometimes uh, it's, it's better to be a little bit more practical, you know. And just know. and walk around with my flip flops or something at work. I don't know. Shower don't know. shoes. Shower shoes and wear some slides. <laughs> heck a light you know i feel like feathers on my feet 
So I want to let everybody know that we've got these, these new backgrounds and see if you guys like our backgrounds. We're going to be posting our, our programs on um, YouTube now so you get to see these really cool backgrounds. We're just getting used to them. So you know, you notice sometimes we vanish as we get used to having the background. <laughs> we are actually not. Oh, yes. And we have some gear. Put it up against you. Okay. Put it up against you. So that is the beautiful Paranormal Friday mug. Look at that. He's modeling our lovely model. Mike is wearing everything tastes better. It tastes better in a paranormal mug. Um, we would appreciate if you guys could support us as we work really hard to keep bringing information to you. We really enjoy talking. We've got some exciting updates starting next week. Right, Mike? I'm oh, yeah. announcing that we're going to we're going to let you guys be surprised. But next Friday is going to be a new type of programming that we hope that you guys really enjoy that uh, will expand what we're doing in this conversation of paranormal because I love it. I think Mike loves it. I love it. I like it a lot. And we're also going to be be uh, getting out in the community more. I have something for you, Mike. Let me see if I can do this because you said this earlier. Oh, you can't see it. I wrote, I am a light worker, but you can't see it because it's too light. <laughs> <laughs> your your light is just I, so my light's bright. Just so bright. It's too light. Yeah, that didn't like, help. That, oh, no, no, it didn't help at all. <laughs> that made the paper disappear. <laughs> so, you know, I love the subject. And, you know, we do love hearing from you guys. Every once in a while, we'll get an email uh, from people that, uh, or they comment on the, on the Facebook page. And the whole point of this is to have an open conversation. And we work really hard to, to keep it that way. There's so many shows out there that you can listen to and watch that are talking about, um, paranormal differently we're trying to talk the way in our imaginations we think you guys talk when you're at home with your friends and loved ones and maybe you don't have anyone to talk to so we're here to 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 facilitate that so i hope you guys enjoyed that i actually enjoyed the conversation about mike's shoes that was fun oh that's <laughs> embarrassing sorry about that because i can see that no i can see you walking around looking at your feet going why do i have steel-toed shoes on and i have a husband that does what you do and those steel-toed shoes are no joke they're expensive and they're complicated if you have a job where all you need to do is put on some tennis shoes and you, <laughs> and you got some steel toes i can see you like two weeks later going why why did I get these? Oh, oh, man. Juice. You're just trying to do the right thing, man. You got to protect your feet. Yeah. Um, every once in a while, something will come crashing down and, and, you know, and you'll be like, oh, thankfully I have these steel toes or man, I should have wore those steel toes. I like to wear heels, as you know. And um, there is a guy that goes to the gym that I that I run that will always walk up to me like you have to stop wearing heels. They're going to destroy your body. They're going to destroy your feet. Why do you wear heels all the time? I'm like, what? <laughs> He's, he would chase me down. Like, Girl, come here. And I come, I come, you know, because you walk different when you're heels. I come, you know, tipping over. And he would go, why, when are you going to stop wearing those shoes? And every time he catch me when I didn't have heels on, he says like that, do that. So um, I understand that I have a collection of shoes at my house that I could easily set up a small boutique. My collection is, is, is vast. <laughs> uh, and I could buy a new pair of shoes tomorrow. I'm addicted to them. And my husband says, why are these shoes coming in the mail? What are these shoes? I'm like, well, they were on sale and they look really nice and blah, 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 blah. And I don't have any shoes like this. He's like, what are all those shoes? I'm like, those are those other shoes. So <laughs> <laughs> 
So you just do that to a lot of my neighbors. Same thing. You know, I'm like, he'll bust out a pair of, you know, suede Pumas from like 1990. And I'm just like, where were those? Not what are those? Like, but where, where, where the time It's like, oh, man, Mike, you know, I, I got to dust off some old stuff, old school stuff. You gotta bring it out. Yeah. You got to bring it out. So let's close out our subject tonight as we now we're going into fashion and I'm trying to figure out a way to make okay. fashion a paranormal. <laughs> yeah. I, I, can't. I don't think I'm that good. I don't think I'm that good yet, but um, the light worker, you know, this was a really good topic and I don't, I only think we could scratch the surface. We might have to tap this one again, but um, I remember when I was a little girl, excuse me, we went to, they used to call them the whole life expo. They don't have those anymore. Um, they went out of business, oh God, like 25, 30 years ago, but they were whole life expos and they were this really gigantic kind of a new age show. And they would have talks and they would have guests. And the last big one, my whole family went to, LeVar Burton was the host. So I got to meet LeVar Burton. Um, and that was when he was doing Reading Rainbow. And um, Kevin Ryerson was there, who was the medium that um, that worked with Shirley MacLaine. And um, there was a whole bunch of people there. But that was, my brother and I went to several talks. And that was where I saw this guy talk about the aliens from um, that are inside the earth. Uh-huh. And I'd never heard of those before. And we were all sitting around like, this is amazing. What the, what? Yeah, they're here. <laughs> we're all looking up there and they're here, no, man. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> and I'll never forget that because it was all, it, they had everything. But sometimes you go to events like that and it's like psychics and crystals and healers. Uh-huh. But this was psychics and crystals and healers and UFOs and Sasquatch. It was everything. And it basically, you know, you go there like, yeah, I'm in. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I got it. I'm, I'm, I'm there. This is who I am. <laughs> and um, I am committed to like really helping to recreate that energy. Cause I feel like to, to understand something, you got to hear about it. There's no, um, there's no sin in talking about it. You know, I love that today. Do you remember when we were little, tiny little things that the only thing that you would see stuff on is when, you know, Leonard Nimoy in the search of, in search of, remember? Yeah. That was it. That was it. But now ancient aliens is a prime time event and it's like a big deal. And you've got the Sasquatch hunters. Everything is out there open and being talked about. And so my my call to action for people is, you know, if you are interested in this stuff, explore it. You don't even have to lose your house. Remember when we used to have to go to the library? Oh, gosh. Who needs the the library? (laughs) Oh, man. Or you have this, you know, your stepdad's special book order of the paranormal, like, I, I... (laughs) <laughs> he had these really weird books you know he would get one every month or so you know one was Ooh. on this and and uh, yeah it's now it's like you know you, you, there's groups and you know there's it's just it's such a it's such a better paranormal 
world out there and and you know and all of it aligns pretty much kind of this it's on the same level in some in, in some ways you know the the ghosts the aliens the 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 mediumship all this what they call pseudoscience you know i i think it all shares a really thin layer of of the electromagnetic spectrum i i think they they all share a real and and, and until we figure it out we just call it magic or or nonsense but i have a feeling when we check Is it in, my choices <laughs> magic or nonsense yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know when we check when we go to check in on the other side we're gonna be like oh man i knew it you know of course it's of course. all it's we're all the same it's all the same it is all the same and it, and you know it, it's um it's a helicopter going over me right now it's um i was i was in my my prayers and, and in my meditations going out of the year and coming into the year, I always have a process to bring in the new year. And, you know, and one of the things I was expressing in my exchange of energy was, well, I hope this new year is going to be, you know, better than last year kind of thing. And I woke up in the first few days of the month, we have two of these very um, famous people basically almost die. Like Hawkeye was run over by a friggin' snowcat you know the guy that played hawkeye in the avengers and then um damar hamlin uh, on the phone oh, that's right yeah and so i was like oh god i don't i don't think i want to live through another year right now <laughs> where people are just checking out right and left and in a meditation i was told look at what happened to them do you see something in common and both of them have blunt force trauma to the sternum the or the and so I was like, oh my God, it's all about the heart. 2023 is all Ooh, about love. Yeah. We're and getting close then. It's all about love. And so close. the what is the number one thing you have to do to spread love is you have to embrace, right? And so the knowledge is there and let's talk about it. I can't be mad at you if you let me talk about it right? And then we're learning from each other and then we're relating to each other. And then like, I miss hugging because with masks and everything that we can't get back to hugging until we remember how to love each other. Yeah. And so, and, that, and, and sometimes a lot of times that starts with ourselves, right? Yeah. That mirror you were talking about. So, you know, I didn't mean to get us all serious, but I, I feel like as we have these conversations and we talk about, um, you know, what's possible, you know, in, in light work and everything else, right? Even, even as you talk about, you know, the experiencers, I'm noticing the stories where um, people are having, there was a guy, oh God, I have to remember that. Let's see if I can find it, where he started having these, he thought he was having chest pains because he was seeing something. Uh, and he realized he clearly wasn't having a heart attack, but it's the same thing. Like it's, it's about heart. Everything is trying to wake up our heart right now. We that. can't, you know, we can't vote. We, we can't get a speaker of the house because they all hate each other. You know, all this stuff. Yeah. We're trying to shift the energy from the anger and the hate and the judgment to love. You notice how I use three, four, five words over here to represent the shadow. 
There's only one word you need to use to represent the light. Love. That's, that's love. And love fixes everything. Like that old that old joke they used to say, all that, I love you, man. You know, that's what it is. I love you, man. Because if we could get love back, we can learn to tolerate. We can learn to, we can stop and listen. And if you're going to stop and listen, I can talk to you. And then you can hear me and then you can relate like, oh, I never thought of it that way. You know what? I think you might be right there. Oh, I'm sorry. And now all of a sudden we're communicating different. Communication. Yeah, that's the, that's the key. And, you know, you, 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 What's you, that think, song? you know, you, you listen to our show and you're like, OK, I'm all about light work. I, I want to start implementing uh, light work in my life. And what do you do? You're, oh, I'm going to go to the store and go grab some milk. Get in your car and you, you don't get about a half a block, right? You already know where I'm getting with it. And, uh, you know, you have things like road rage. You, have, you know, we're in these, we're encapsulated in these little vehicles and we cannot, we're limited to the bird and, and, and mouthing, you know, you this you don't know how to you know and this poor person is probably first time in your neck of the woods you've been that person in someone else's neck of the woods and i'm sure you were going real slow too because you weren't sure where you were at but there was somebody there that that's their route that's their morning route and they're tired of you (laughs) (laughs) he's all in my face everybody But what I'm saying is it starts right away. And you know what? I just kind of recently learned that, you know, I hoop and holler and light working and talking all this glitter fairy tooting. And and I get in the car and I'm and I'm like. I'm saying things in my head that that I that I know that I take that I take back, you know, like like, oh, don't you know, I'm, I'm trying to practice uh, my thoughts. You know, and I and how could I practice positive thoughts when when I'm still spewing out words that are you know, so yeah, it's so as soon as you get in the car. I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna give you something. I have a feeling you're speaking from experience. <laughs> um, you and my husband. Oh my god. <laughs> but um. I'm not gonna say you're doing it right. I'm not gonna say you're doing it wrong and give you something. Cause we all do this, myself included. I'm so not perfect. Um, it's not about trying to be positive. It's about remembering love, that's it. Because if you're in that car and that little old lady decides that, you know what, I really gotta get across the street. I know that I'm against the light but I really gotta go over there and she's walking point zero zero five right miles an hour and you're trying to turn right to get on the freeway so you can get to your lowly job that you probably don't like anyway yeah (laughs) um it's not about her at that moment like when you were so fabulously describing what all of us go through the the guy and and, and, that we go through that yeah the person the light turns green for you to turn you literally put your hand on the wheel and the guy's already beeping behind you because for him it's like, oh, you took 0.7 parsecs. You know, but why did it take you so long? And the light just turned green. I literally, ah, oh, green. And you put it in gear and you go to turn. It was not fast enough for the guy behind you because he's got whatever going on in his life that for some reason, this is the interrupt for him. It's yeah. not you. It's, it's contagious. Not you. You know, and you so know. if you 
if you, you're absolutely right, it's energy transfer. If you allow it, it'll take you and send you to the same place. And now you're like, yes. well, blah, blah, and then yep. you're in the dance, right? Mm -hmm. And now he's added to your day. He's shifted your reality now. Yep. And my, my request for people is next time somebody flips you the bird, flip them a heart. Yeah. So I love you, man. And then they'll be like, oh, <laughs> oh you, know, you know, because at the end of the day, it's not about you. Nobody, except for like Oscar the Grouch or something, nobody walks out the door saying, I'm going to yell at everybody that comes in, in contact with me today. Right. And they all, they have their own stuff to work through. And hopefully people will start working through their stuff and we can have that summer of love that I've been waiting for. To yeah. Heaven on earth. Yeah. But we are angry people yeah. and the light workers are massive right now. People have left their jobs, attorneys and accountants to become healers and practitioners because they've been tapped and they get the calling. Right. But they, we can't go out and, and abduct people. People have to come and, and seek us. So it's like that mirror you were doing, you got to pull that picture up so we can share it with the community too. Okay. Um, that mirror where you're, you're Oh, it's 444 stuff. right now. 444, you Angel. With the, oh, 444. That's my, that's my angelic number. Just going to interrupt everybody's process. I'm sorry. Everybody stop. No, that's good. Tell us why that's your angelic number. I want to hear. Okay. Um, I, as, as a lot of you know, I've, I witnessed the wheel within the wheel. I had a vision of it when I was 12. It took me many years to figure out what this wheel in the wheel was. Uh, it took uh, stories from Ezekiel, Ezekiel's vision of God. Uh, it, it took a lot of things for me to, 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 to realize what, what this wheel really, really is what, and what, what it meant to me. And, 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 it, and it really gets biblical for me and um um to just telling my wife uh, uh that that i believe i was abducted was was a little too far it was too much for her and it really broke my heart so i prayed that one day if it was in the cards that my wife uh would ha share an experience i would uh, with me and and that happened and and it was the wheel within the wheel and it wasn't a vision it it was it was out in front of our house and this wheel within the wheel showed me a light pattern that i'll never forget it's burned in my mind and it's four white dots ended by a long white line and this is this happened uh it, it, four four white dots four white dots four white dots long line long line long line and and Angel, you're the one that told me what's the message here? You know, back up and 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 let's try to look at the basics of this message. If you were a high advanced alien technology and you're trying to communicate with good old Mike Walker down here, I would start with Morse code because it looks like Earth uses Morse code. Beep beep beep. SOS. Beep beep beep. That's the most common basic. So I look up Morse code because this is what I'm seeing. And uh, instead of finding uh, letters to spell, which I was thinking I was, I was going to be able to, you know, decipher a message as a word and come to find out it's actually a, it's, it's a number in Morse code. And this number is repeated 
three times from top to bottom. It's four, four, four. So I'm, a, I'm familiar with angelic numbers. I know that it's going to be something good. God's on your side, angels with you, you know, something, right? I look up 444 and it's straight up telling me that these angels are with me. These, the, these angel guides are protecting me. I'm on the right track. Keep going. It's just, it just means everything to me. And, you know, you can't just fly with this kind of information with you know it, it's really personable it really is and, and and it's it's being honest with myself and 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 saying no this is the message quit hiding around this and that and, and saying that you're afraid to set this in stone and that in stone be honest and this is one of those occasions where it's like no what's the message i got it well that was powerful. That was powerful. I have something else for you because I've been like looking up stuff. I love numerology. I, I one of these days I'm going to study it and, and, and really get into it, but it's got lots of information, but it says that the number four also rec uh, represents um, stability in the order of the universe. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Um, when you look up the meaning of, of, of you know, the orphanum and, and, and the the throne angel, the wheel within the wheel. And they're just making sure that everything happens in accordance to God's plan. And that's what it kind of sounds like to me. And just everything's steady, Eddie, steady so, as she goes. Mm -hmm. Steady as she goes. What I love about it um, is that, you know, in this conversation of light workers, one of the messages that I like to give people is you have to be able to stop and listen. And so that you can receive. And that sounds like that's exactly what you did. Because you'll get the signs and the signals and the messages. You're surrounded by them like the matrix every yes. day. Yeah. And we don't see them because we're too caught up in the world. But if you stop and put yourself in a process where you can see and hear, you will get the messages that you need. And that's, ex that's exactly what you did. Yeah. I love it. Quiet your mind. You are an angel to me. Aww. You really are. Oh, stop it. We always end our show while crying at each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, I enjoy I enjoyed this talk today. I'm looking forward to next week. You guys, you guys have to tune in next week. You are going to love next yes. week. I'm excited and I'm trying really. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm not I know. I got a couple of things that I was like, nah, I, no, I, no, 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 not, not, even, not, not even that. Not even that. No. So the show has come to an end again this week. Thank you very much. I so enjoyed the topic. We enjoyed being with you. Enjoyed talking to you again, Mike. Goodness. Talking to you too. Bye bye everybody. Have a fabulous day. We'll see you next week on Paranormal Friday. Bye. Bye. Bye.